True to You Radio. Hope, harmony, health, honest. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore and learn what it means to live from your heart, not your head. And for those of you not quite familiar with heart dancing, it's a process of unlearning the world's messages and remembering your authentic self. When you start listening to the world's definition of happiness and success, at some point you may realize that you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be satisfied. There's always going to be something more to strive for or obtain. Heart dancing is a different way of looking at your world and looking at yourself. It's a way to return to your soul, the source of unconditional love. And the heart dancing mantra is, let love lead. And you'll understand more about that as you join me in the dance. Love knows the way. You just have to follow. Heart dancing. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore what it means to live authentically, create deliberately, and dance with life. The guests that I have on this show have will share their struggles, their triumphs, and more importantly, their authenticity, so you, my listeners, can learn, grow, and connect. And my guest today certainly has done that, and he has accomplished so much. John Sparks is known as the Twitter expert, and he's come out with this wonderful book, and I heartily recommend it to everyone, called 365 Ideas to Go to Go From Good to Great on Twitter. And it was released as a paperback on Amazon last, excuse me, this year, March 2015, and the Kindle version became a bestseller in the first weekend it was released in July of this year. And that is phenomenal. That's I so admire John for having that accomplishment because as a writer myself, it's hard to get noticed. And that's what we're going to talk about today is, is how to use Twitter, how to, how to make it su- help support your platform, and how it can support your brand and uh, move you forward in your business. Uh, John has been recognized as the number 66 on the national list of top 10, excuse me, top 100 social media power influencers of 2015. And he's also been recognized, this is another phenomenal uh, statistic, as number 13 on General Sentiment's list of the top 50 most valuable social media influencers with a media impact of $2.1 million. Uh, that just was... I'm still waiting for my paycheck, Catherine. Yeah, that just blows me away, John. So let me finish out all the statistics here because they're just amazing and everyone needs to know it, and then uh, we'll get talking. John has the 47th largest Twitter following in Dallas, and that was as of August of 2015. And I checked the number of Twitter followers he had this morning, and it's listed at 200. 62,000 Twitter followers, and he's going to tell us how he did that, because it wasn't luck, it wasn't happenstance, it was pure strategy, pure effort, diligence, consistency, and technique. Uh, 
And just to give you a perspective of where his Twitter following uh, compares to other famous people, he has more followers than Laura Bush, T. Boone Pickens, Michael Sam, and, and this makes me laugh, the Dallas Morning News. <laughs> so, John, you grew your account from less than 800 followers to almost 200 in the, just two years. And I don't know for you guys, I'm on Twitter. I get those annoying uh, followers that want me to buy followers. John didn't do any of that. It's purely organic. And that's what I want to talk with him about today. John, welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show. Thanks, Catherine. It's a pleasure to be here. I yeah. appreciate you having me. Yes, thank you so much. No, it's an honor to have you. And to have someone with such a huge media presence on my show, uh, it just... It gives me chills. So thank you. And let's go ahead and just dive in. Um, I'm assuming everyone on the show list knows what Twitter is, but can you give us just a quick 10 to 15 second explanation? Sure. So Twitter is a social media platform. It's Twitter.com. And you can sign up and register for an account or you can text the word start to 40404 if you don't have a Twitter account by text and sign up for a Twitter account. You'll receive several text messages as far as how to sign up once you text uh, 40404 on your phone to uh, uh, text the word start to 40404, rather. And so it's a conversation-based platform, Catherine. It's connecting with individuals and getting to know them through 140 characters. Right. And I have to I have to admit to you, I never understood excuse me, stood Twitter, I always thought, well, how in the world can you connect to someone using just 140 characters? So, Yeah, how do you do that? So asking them questions and building relationships, the same way that you would do at a cocktail party. It's going around a room when you go to a networking event and getting to know people and asking them what we call did-you-know type questions, like what is the weather where you are or – just basic questions about themselves. Tell me about your business. How is business today? And so coming up with conversation starters when you're speaking to individuals to get to know them and build relationships with them. So would you characterize Twitter as the cocktail party on the Internet? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. That's a great yeah. way to think about it. And that takes away, for me, that takes away any intimidation of maybe saying something wrong or not doing it right. Because, you know, at a cocktail party, I don't know about you, but I, you know, sometimes spill my drink. I sometimes stumble in my conversation. But it's all good because everyone's there to have a good time. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, just do it. Yeah. So why Twitter? Why did you choose Twitter over Facebook, LinkedIn, any of the other social media platforms? Well, great question. So for several different (laughs) reasons, first of all, I wanted the recognition of being a top 100 social media power influencer. And so I was going around when I first started my business, I really was geared towards LinkedIn and came across several people that identified themselves as one top 100 social media power influencers was a recognition that was originally given out by Forbes, Forbes magazine mm-hmm. or the online version of Forbes magazine, I should say. And so I wanted that distinction and I was like, well, how did they get that? You know, what was the trick? And so 
further investigating and looking at their different social media accounts, I saw where they had hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitter. I only had 800, and I knew that if I wanted to have that recognition, that I needed to step up my Twitter game and do something about it very quickly. And in further investigating it, what I found is that Twitter is a very quick way to grow your uh, visibility. Mm -hmm. And so that uh, opposed to some of the other platforms, the connection, the types of connections work a little bit differently that Twitter, you can actually converse with individuals and they don't necessarily have to be following you and you don't have to be following them to hold these types of conversations. So give me the opportunity to connect with people on a different level than I could connect with them on LinkedIn, where the terms of service specifically states on LinkedIn that you're only supposed to connect with people that you know. And that when you agree to open up your LinkedIn account, that you are agreeing to a legally binding contract. And so on Facebook, they've done a great job of branding themselves as the friends network, but on Facebook, it's very difficult to communicate with someone unless you friend them and they accept the friend request. But Twitter works a a little bit differently in that you don't necessarily have to be following someone and they don't have to be following you to communicate with them. And hence, that's why a lot of celebrities and news agencies use Twitters because it's a great way for them to communicate with their fans and they don't necessarily, like I said, have to follow them. Okay. Well, that makes total sense because I know sometimes I'm frustrated on Facebook or LinkedIn because I do want to connect with that person. I want to start talking to them or I have a question, but because they're not following me, I can't communicate. So those two platforms in that sense do kind of set up a barrier to instant connection where Twitter doesn't have that barrier. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And so that sparks, no pun intended, a conversation between people that you'd never would come in contact otherwise, but maybe because of a common interest or a question or, you know, concern, you can connect on Twitter instantly. That is correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Well, tell me if you could. um, So you were very strategic in in what your goal was. You wanted to become a top 100 social media influencer. Did you set a time frame for that? I did. I did. So I wrote out my goals on index cards and I put them in plastic baggies and I carried them everywhere I went. (laughs) And so I was very strategic and I did set times attached to the goals that I set. And then did you revisit your goals on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis? Absolutely. Not only that, but I had some great mentors along the way and accountability partners in place to assist me with reaching the goals. Right. Okay. So this is all really great tips. But when you got on Twitter, let's go into that because that's really where we're uh, focused today. What was it on Twitter that you started doing immediately to grow your following from 800 followers? So I started reaching out and following people, Catherine. And so I would follow between 150 to 200 new people every single day. I started out really small and 
when I would follow those individuals, I would start asking them questions and trying to engage them in conversations and get them to respond back to me. Okay. And the benefit of that is what? Well, people reach out to people who reach out. And so it's going on to Twitter and having conversations with individuals and it's the stepping stones to relationships like we were talking about earlier with the whole cocktail party approach of getting to know people in a room. And then once you get to know them, bringing them perhaps from Twitter to one of the other tools like Facebook or LinkedIn, where the conversion rate is a little bit higher than Twitter and then getting to know them on a more personal level. Okay, so Twitter is actually a way to connect and introduce but if there is that connection and, and the two people want to continue the dialogue, it moves off into another platform. It can. I mean, it can also stay on on Twitter as well. I mean, it eventually will go from online to offline at some point. Mm-hmm. But does it necessarily have to go from Twitter to Facebook or Twitter to LinkedIn? Not necessarily. I mean, you can go from a public tweet to a direct message with someone to a Skype or right. phone call with them. And then a face-to-face. Okay. So the the way that connection moves forward is totally up to the individuals. There's really no formula for that. No. Okay. And so after you started following 250 new people a day, which that probably took some time to uh, identify those people that you wanted to follow. At the beginning, did you spend more time, obviously, than you are now? Well... You know, yes and no. I mean, at first when I started, I thought perhaps maybe I needed to connect with certain people and follow these types of people. Mm -hmm. But as I really got into it, then I started becoming a super connector and I wasn't as concerned as much about who they were at the beginning versus once they connected with me, finding out who they were at that point, if that makes any sense, and getting to know them once the conversation actually started. So, you know, I use a lot of Twitter tools, third-party tools. Like what, for example? Yeah. So, for example, one of the tools is Manage Flitter, and Manage Flitter has the option where you can go in there and you can set up filters for people that you're following perhaps maybe their competitors in your business industry or friends for that matter and take a look at people that are following those individuals that are not following you and follow those people and bring them over to your account. And it's not not very time-consuming to do that. Okay, so basically you're mining. If I so can that's just that one word. of the tools that you can use. Yeah, basically you go to people that you know have a big following that are similar in in your audience that uh, you basically mine their followers. Well, and it doesn't have to be somebody with a big following necessarily. It's just someone that perhaps maybe might be a competitor in your industry. They don't, I mean, quantity is not important in what we're talking about necessarily it's also quality as well right so 
you know, identifying the individuals, brainstorming, making a list of people that are either friends that you have relationships with that might be in your industry that might be competitors and and setting up filters in managed flitter to show you either who's following them or who they're following as well. So you can do it either way. People, you can take a look at who they're actually following and it's not following you back or people that they're follow or people that are actually following them mm-hmm. and are not following you and go on there. And like you're saying, follow those individuals mining, if you will. And, after you're following them, though, you followed this large amount of people, then going back to Twitter.com and looking at their individual profiles of the people that you've just followed and sorting and cutting through the noise. And that's why the bio is so important and filling out your Twitter bio. Okay. So you've got 160 characters to work with give or take a few in the Twitter bio and using that precious real estate to write out as much as you possibly can so that you're giving a lot of different connecting points or a lot of different areas that people can connect to you with. And so looking at those bios and using those as connecting points, asking them questions and starting trying to start a a dialogue or conversation with them. Okay, well, that makes total sense because their bio is obviously going to give what they think is important about themselves and their business. Hopefully. And and when you find those intersections where your bio intersects with theirs, um, that's where a connection can take place. So, okay, I can see how you can be very strategic in, in uh, following people and then hopefully they follow you back. That's also a, a concern, right? Well, so... Thanking them for the follow back. Okay. And assuming the sell that they are going to follow you back. And not just thanking them for the follow back, but then asking the question. So a lot of people are great about thanking people for following them on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so when I look at my notifications, I've got about 10 of them this morning from folks that have sent me a personalized tweet that says at I am John Sparks thank you for the follow exclamation point but they've already followed me back so (laughs) I've already gotten their follow back from them Mm -hmm. so what's next you know so I have to start and initiate a conversation with them and ask them a question based on their profile well Perhaps maybe <laughs> it should be the other way around and they initiate the conversation and they ask the did you know type questions. And so looking at things from a flip perspective, you know, um, if you will, and turning things around a little bit. And, and, and again, people reach out to people reach out. And so recognizing that and recognizing also that, you know, you can have anything that you want if you just help enough other people get what they want. Exactly. And so to just thank someone for following them and on to the next person is not really connecting with them to develop a relationship with them, but asking them questions based on their profile is. And so my encouragement is, is not just to thank for the follow. Yes, thank for the follow, but in the same tweet, 
what's the weather like today in Chicago or what's the weather today like in New York? Are you excited about the first day of fall? Yes or no? Question mark. And so asking them even a closed ended question that only requires a yes or no, just something that's going to solicit a response from them Mm -hmm. is what we're going for here. Okay. So that we can start working towards developing a deeper relationship because it's all about relationships. And if it's not, it darn well should be. <laughs> right. And just listening to you describe that, I kept thinking of a tennis game. You know, you, you, you may have followed that person. They may have followed you back. That's the first volley. But to keep that volley going, you have to keep interacting. And just sending a thank you for the follow, does, that just drops the ball. <laughs> you just hit the ball out of, out of the court. Absolutely. So thank you for that. That is such a great tip. Well, um, I wanted to let our listeners know as well that in your book, The 365 Ideas, I have gotten through maybe half of it because I try to implement the ideas as I come across them and read them. So this book is a treasure trove of these types of informational tips that John's just been sharing with us. And uh, we can take a brief little commercial break here, John. I failed to ask you, what is your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is at I am John Sparks. And one more quick thing about the book. Yes, it is called 365 Ideas to Go from Good to Great on Twitter, Catherine. And at one level, it is about Twitter. But at a whole nother level, it's about being more productive online and building relationships. And so there's a lot of tools in the book that you'll pick up, and even people that are not on Twitter can use and apply to other social media platforms, and not just social media platforms, but use and building relationships with other people. Because, again, it all comes back to relationships. Right, and thank you for bringing that out. I'm so glad you did. Um, They can find the book on Amazon, I presume? Absolutely. It's on Amazon and Kindle. Okay. And just real quick, where can people find you on the Internet besides Twitter? Is, are you, do you also have a website? Absolutely. So the website is IamJohnSparks.com. They can also go to my Facebook page, which is Facebook.com forward slash IamJohnSparks. And I am John Sparks on all the social media platforms. So Pinterest.com forward slash IamJohnSparks. I've got a pretty large following on Pinterest as well. And Instagram, Instagram.com forward slash IamJohnSparks. So you can find me pretty much anywhere online at IamJohnSparks. And you can also send me an email at IamJohnSparks at gmail.com. So however you'd like to connect with me, let's do it. Yeah, no, that sounds great. And obviously, you're very strategic of having your branding be consistent across all the platforms. How important is that? Crucial, crucial. So it's about being found in 2015 because people just won't work hard to find you. They just won't. And Mm -hmm. so aligning your brand is important. And so when you're out marketing and you've left your business cards at home, which happened to me a lot. <laughs> then, and people ask, well, where can I find you? You don't have to say, well, you can find me at linkedin.com forward slash I am John Sparks 07309721. I mean, and people are not going to remember that. Right. Because you've got those numbers that LinkedIn puts into your account 
and your URL when you sign up for your account and you have to go in and change your URL on LinkedIn. And so that it's aligned so that you can say, well, you can find me at I am John Sparks and make it easy on them. Ah. It's about making it easy on the other person that's trying to locate you. And so everything that we do on social media is about relationships and helping other people connect with us and increasing our visibility. And at the very crux of it is SEO, search engine optimization. So Mm -hmm. getting your name to the front page of Google. And so how do you go about doing that? And so... You do that by aligning your brand across the board and making it easy for people to connect with you so that people connect with you. Right, right. You don't put any artificial or unwanted barriers for people to find you. Right. Right. Yeah, that is such a great tip. Thank you for that. And I've been wanting to ask you, John, because I noticed you on Twitter way before I met you. And to be honest, I didn't realize you were from Dallas until I looked at your bio, which thank you for including that piece of information. But I noticed you because there were all these tweets from other people to you that started, you know, out the I am John Sparks. And then they would put some quip or some description mm-hmm. or some little joke or some mm-hmm. article. So did you start a movement? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looked like to me, just as an objective observer going. And I, I finally said, who is this guy? And then I started digging a little more and, and realized that, you know, you're a big deal. <laughs> well, so, again, it's people, you know, this idea, going back to it for a second, that people reach out to people who reach out. Uh-huh. And so in growing my following, one of the strategies that I have recognized is that people really like to feel welcome, special, and appreciated, and they like it when you retweet what they tweet you. And so what I'll do is I'll come up with a question of the day. Perhaps maybe it's National Ice Cream Day, for example, or National Hot Dog Day, and I'll say, what is one thing that you like to put on your hot dog? Okay. People will respond mustard or ketchup or sauerkraut or relish. And then whatever they respond, then I retweet. And by doing that, it goes to all my followers and it helps increase their visibility. And so my strategy in doing that is by helping them increase their visibility, then people, like you're saying, become interested in who is this I am John Sparks and why am I receiving all of these retweets? that he's sending out from other people. And so people become curious in who I am because I'm doing that. And they're interested in following me. And then they come to my page and then become interested in the book and coming to the speaking engagements and then connecting one-on-one. And then we go from there. Yeah, no. And that is so brilliant because you're helping the other people first. But because of their activity, their network, their connection, their followers – your I am John Sparks is seen by however many hundreds of thousands of people that you would never have been able to reach. But it's all because you were helping them first. And that's what it's about. Yeah. Oh, I can you know, see it's that. It's not about you. And so one of the things that I talk about at the very beginning of the book, mm-hmm. idea number one, going back to that, mm-hmm. is to take the I out of your tweets, you know, that it's not about you. You know, and when you look at social media from a flip perspective, because there's so much negativity, 
right. which you can find in it. You know, a lot of news agencies talking about different shootings and stabbings and police brutality, et cetera, et cetera. We all know the stories and the drill, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can offer something different, mm-hmm. then people are going to flock to you and they're going to flock to you in droves and be interested in who you are. So putting things out there that are positive and uplifting and not about you, but focusing on the other person first, dying to yourself daily. Right. Right. That makes so much sense. Well, what I try to do on my tweets is put out something positive because everything that's posted negative, if if there's a positive tweet or positive Facebook or message, whatever, it, it, it counteracts that energy. So I hear what you're saying. I think that's really great. And I commend you for doing that. And I know there are so many people on Twitter that are grateful for your retweets because you've just helped them. Can you just tell me really quickly, when you retweet someone else's uh, tweet, that goes out to all your followers, doesn't it? It does. It does. Yeah. So if I sent you a a tweet and you retweeted it, then it's going to go out to all your 262,000 followers. Right. If they're looking at their own feed. Right. 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 Got it. Well, John, what's the one takeaway that you would like to leave our listeners with? Well, again, it's this idea of relationships and that people reach out to people who reach out. And, you know, it it's really not about spending a huge amount of time at Twitter. You don't have to have much time. And that's one of the questions that I get a lot is Mm -hmm. how much time do you spend at it? Do you spend all day at this? And no, you can do it in less than an hour a day. You know, spend 30 minutes in the morning when you get up scheduling all your tweets and then spend 30 minutes at night doing what I call the account management, which is, and I flush people. I give them a certain amount of time. I give them seven days to follow me. And if they don't follow me back, then I flush them and follow more individuals. So that is the account management part. And so I spend the 30 minutes at night doing the flushing and the following. And I follow anywhere between 1,500 to 2,000 new accounts a day. And I can do that because of the size of the I am John Sparks account. Twitter will allow you as your account grows in size to increase the number of people that you follow per day. But anybody that is new out there, do not try that because Twitter will shut you down. For aggressive following, start at 150, following 150 to 200 new people every day. So you're not on Twitter's radar. Right, right. But again, it doesn't really take much time to do, and it's really connecting and forming relationships with people. All right. Well, John, thank you so much for being my guest today. I have taken copious notes, and I'm going to go put all these things into effect on my Twitter account. And I appreciate your generosity and your time and sharing your wisdom. And this has been the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we learn to lead with our hearts and align the messages of our mind so we become more authentic in everything we do. Thank you for listening, and have a great day. You've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we learn to dance with our hearts, not our heads. And remember, you're now part of the tribe. Be sure and tell your friends about the magic that happens here. Uh, Heart dancing, it's the only way to live. 